Today is October 18th, and this is the 16th episode of the MMA Mike podcast. It is Sunday. I uh, quick turnaround from, you know, last night's fights. Uh, I'm in quarantine. I'm in isolation, and I don't have much to do. I'm waiting for the games to come on later today. So I figured I might as well unpack the event we just had last night while it's more fresh in my brain. Um, so, I mean, jumping right into the main event, you know, Ortega, what a performance he had over the Korean zombie. Um, you know, we know we haven't seen him in two years since he fought Max Holloway, but <clears throat> the man looked good. He looked really good. Um, you know, people weren't sure how his striking was going to be with John Sung Jung, the Korean zombie, and... Um, he was dominating in the striking department. People thought that, you know, Ortega might have had to work for some takedowns um, to win the fight, but he really didn't need to. He did record three takedowns, but only about a minute of control time. Um, dropped the zombie in the first and second round, uh, and the striking just looked super, super crisp. Um, way out striking the zombie, attacking him everywhere. Um, and, uh, you know, I think after the first and second drop, the zombie just quite, wasn't quite um, there much. He was kind of an autopilot, just surviving. I mean, it shows you the skill on the zombie. The zombie showed that he's a really good martial artist because, you know, he got hurt and he was able to survive and not get finished uh, and then, you know, fight a five-round fight. But overall, what a performance by Ortega to get him hurt and to, um, you know, win in that fashion. You know, now you get to the point where uh, Ortega is probably going to f- fight for the title next. Um, you know, I think Dana White said that that's what should be next. And so he will face Alexander Volkanovsky. And um, I, I think it's a great fight. I think Volkanovsky is very well-rounded. Um, and now to see, you know, this evolved Brian Ortega, it's going to be very, very intriguing to see that fight. Um, You know, I have no clue when that fight makes sense. Um, Obviously, Ortega just fought, so he's going to probably need a little time. But uh, that fight's going to be very fun. Um, You know, he's going to have the reach and height advantage on Volkanovski. So we should see how that works. But, you know, Volkanovski did fight Max Holloway, who had a reach advantage and Obviously, he just beat him twice, but we'll see. And obviously, you know, we don't have a fight yet for Max, but we'll see what's next for him. And, uh, you know, the Korean Zombie, he was ranked number four. Now he's kind of put in a weird spot. Um, You know, maybe a fight against Calvin Cater uh, could make sense. Um, Calvin Cater's ranked number six. Uh, You know, otherwise, I don't see him fighting anyone really in the top one to six because he already lost to Yari Rodriguez, who's number five. And Max Holloway's number one. He ain't going to fight the Korean zombie. Ortega's two, just one, now going to probably fight the champion. And Zabit, and I don't see him fighting Zabit because uh, Zabit's probably going to fight Yari Rodriguez or, you know, someone higher. So I could see him fighting Cater or just someone lower. Um, and we'll see, you know, who's matched up next with him. I really think after he got hurt, he just couldn't get much going. Um, 
and and it's unfortunate i did have the zombie and i picked the zombie based off of how ortega fought in his last couple fights but obviously we're we're seeing a very different brian ortega so very excited to see that in a championship fight against Alexander uh, Volkanovsky. So before that, in the women's flyweight division, you had Jessica Andrade making her flyweight uh, debut against Catlin Chukakian. Um, made quick work of Chukakian in the first round. Uh, looked good. Looked very big. Even though she's much shorter, she looked very thick. Um, very thick. She recorded two takedowns out of three. Um, and did a lot of work in the clinch and on the body of Chukakian, and that's how she got the finish. She hit a hard, hard body shot on Chukakian and put her down. Um, and Chukakian was the number one, number one ranked flyweight uh, in the women's division. So, you know, and Jessica Andrade just beat her in the first round. I really think Jessica Andrade is next in line for a title for Valentina Shevchenko uh, after Shevchenko's next fight. So, we have a, a, a new number one contender, and uh, I'd like to see Jessica Andrade against Valentina Shevchenko. It's always, you know, the bullet is, uh, she's elite, and she runs through everyone, so it's it's always nice to, to find a new um, challenging opponent for her, and I think that's Andrade uh, for her. And Chukakian, you know, I thought that the reach and the height was going to play to our advantage, and it could have, but she just got caught with that body shot, and, and you know, it obviously hurt her and, and put her away, um, but she's good. She'll be back. I don't think she's going to drop too, too far. Uh, I think she'll remain at the top of the division for for a while. Uh, and before that, we had Jimmy Crute really showing uh, how good he is when he knocked out Bukakis absolutely cold. Um, this was a light heavyweight fight. And ended in the first round. Um, just Crew looked so composed. And his striking looked crisp. And he was able to just throw nice short combinations. And then just absolutely hammered Bukakis with a uh, right hand. And put him away. Um, I, I really like Crew. I think he at I mean even Bukakis. I think Bukakis is very good too. But you know, fighters like this coming up in the light heavyweight division are very intriguing to me, especially with Jan Blachwitz being the new champion. I could really see that division being a division where the title is going to bounce around for a little bit. You know, I don't know if Jan's going to be a super dominant champion like the past two we've had in, in Daniel Cormier and John Jones. I could see him maybe lose, maybe defending once or twice, but losing and then, you know, that guy loses to someone else, and I could see it just being a, a very stylistically weird division where it just keeps passing. And another thing is, you know, you got these up and coming guys like Jimmy Croup. You know, he's young, um, he's twelve and one. You know, he's coming up. Who knows what he could do with a couple more wins and in a in a year, a year and a half's time, he could be right there. So, who knows? Before that, uh, you had James Krause defeating Claudio Silva uh, by unanimous decision. And I really loved the performance of James Krause. I really think he could have got the finish over Silva if he didn't hurt his knee. He hurt his knee and was kind of... He couldn't really move as well, but his strikes were still very crisp and clean. He looked very good. Um, and Silva just was throwing wild stuff and, 
and couldn't really get Krause down. I mean, he got him down twice, but couldn't really keep him there, and it was early in the fight. And then uh, Krause did a good job of preventing it from the rest of the fight. Uh, Krause looked really crisp to me, and I, I like his personality. He's a good guy. He's he's hard-nosed. He's honest, um, and I like him down at welterweight. I know he was normally a, a, a middleweight, but I like him down at welterweight. He looks good. He looks good for the like size-wise for the division. Um, I like him there, and he beat a good guy in Claudia Silva on on very little time's notice. So I'm excited to see what's next for him. Uh, I definitely think he he's a dangerous person in the welterweight division. And the fight of the first fight uh, was Jonathan Martinez versus Thomas Almeida, and wow, I mean to me it was such a good fight. These guys were really hitting each other, um, throwing beautiful combinations. Martinez looked amazing to me. Um, Definitely won the first two rounds, and in, in the third, he you know it was a close round, maybe lost because Almeida hit him with some big shots, but he definitely returned uh, shots on Almeida and looked very good. Improved, he's an up and coming featherweight um, for sure. He he looked super clean and crisp. Uh, he stopped five takedowns from Almeida, and and just looked overall really well to me. You know, he's an up and coming guy. He's thirteen and three, beat a veteran in Almeida, um, and a dangerous fighter in Almeida. Uh, I really like Jonathan Martinez and, and like um, him moving forward. I'm, I'm excited to really see what's next for him, um, you know, because he, he beat a very experienced guy in Almeida. So should be interesting to see what's next. Um, overall, the, the prelims were pretty entertaining. Uh, I want to clear one thing up. So Saeed Nurmagomedov actually isn't related to Khabib Nurmagomedov. I, I, I think I mentioned that on the last pod. I think I said that it's his brother or cousin, but it actually isn't, um, which is strange because they do have the same last name, but, uh, yeah, they're not related, um, at all, actually, uh, I'm sure they're aware of who each other are, but, uh, yeah, they're not related, I looked that up, uh, because I thought that they were, you know, Khabib has, I think, two cousins in the UFC, and his brother just joined, so, um, Magomed just joined, so, he's got some family, and that's why I, you know, and same last name, I got a little, uh, mixed up, but he had a very impressive knockout win in the first round over Mark Striegel. Um, and overall, just the prelims were per- pretty exciting, um, pretty entertaining. So, you know, can't complain uh, at all about this fight night. And, and you know, next weekend, we have uh, the biggest fight and the fight that I'm most excited for uh, this whole entire year. Uh, I was very excited for uh, Justin Gaethje versus Tony Ferguson, but I'm way more excited for Khabib versus Gaethje. Um, it's going to be a fantastic fight, and th- this fight card is amazing. You know, you got Whitaker versus Cannoneer, Volkov versus Harris, uh, you got Makan versus Howes, and uh, Murphy versus Shakir Vova, and then you have Ankalev versus Kudaleba, which third time in the making. Let's hope it goes through. Um, I'm excited. You know, you had a couple fighters scratched off this card that I would have liked to seen in uh, Calveo and and uh, Islam, uh, Makachev. So you know, we'll see. But it's gonna be a great card. I'm super pumped. I'm gonna give you guys that preview uh, pretty soon. I think I'm gonna do it with Jack O'Hara. So that should be fun. Um, 
And the last thing I'll touch on on this episode is last night after UFC uh, fight night, I checked out uh, Vasily Lomachenko versus Teofima Lopez uh, in the lightweight unification title fight. And it was really – this is boxing I'm talking about if if you guys weren't – you didn't hear about it or you weren't aware. Um, This was a really big event. I'm not – super big follower on boxing but uh, you know obviously i have huge appreciation for the sport it's one of the bases for uh mma and um it was really entertaining i mean when you watch boxing compared to mma uh mma can be a little slowed down you know they're worried about so many other things boxing they're just at least a lot of these guys that i was watching the other night they just fucking go right into it um and and so crisp and clean and just the striking they trade and it's all, it's such an art it's really really beautiful to watch um you know these guys look really good last night uh lopez definitely got ahead lopez was the underdog uh to lomachenko lomachenko is now 14 and 2 he does have 10 knockouts on his resume and teofima uh moves on to 16 and 0 with that win and he has uh, 12 knockouts. Um, Teofima uh, Lopez did win by decision last night. You know, I thought it was a really close fight. Uh, Lopez got ahead on the scorecards early, and, and Lomachenko kind of started slow, but started turning on later on and looked really good to me. I thought it was much closer than some of the judges put it. I thought you may have been able to argue that it was a draw, but I do think Lopez getting ahead early, finishing the last round pretty strong, deserved that win. But I just want to mention, I mean, though it was a beautiful fight. Like, not even a great fight. It was just beautiful to watch. The striking was just crisp and clean in the trades. It was it was really entertaining to watch, and I'm definitely going to check out more uh, boxing fights. I mean, I always check out the big, big ones with the big names, you know, if there's a Floyd Mayweather or Manny Pacquiao, um, obviously Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder and Joshua Jacobs and all, all you know, all these um, – uh, Anthony Joshua, my bad, not Joshua Jacobs, Uh, Anthony Joshua, Um, I I check out all, you know, these boxers, and obviously Canelo and Triple G, uh, Triple G, all the, all those guys, so, uh, but I wanted to check out this fight, it was on ESPN Plus, and I have it, so I might as well check it out, and uh, very, very, very entertaining fight, Entertaining fight, nights of fights with with the UFC and boxing. I was happy I got a little extra last night. So that was my thoughts on the fights last night. That was episode 16. Thank you guys for tuning in. I'll catch you guys later next week for UFC 254 breakdown. Analysts and predictions. We're finally getting Khabib versus Gaethje. I couldn't be more excited. See you guys later.